welcome back to Getting Rich the Hard Way. This is your host, Skylar. Hope everybody's doing all right. Um, you know, happy uh, COVID to everybody. <laughs> um, so today I'm going to talk about a couple things, uh, you know, just kind of quickly. Um, I believe this week is going to be the first week um, without the extra, uh, uh, the extra $600 bonus for people. Um, so including myself, I'm also unemployed. Um, so I just kind of want to, you know, see how everybody's doing. If you guys want to, you know, email me, you know, getting rich the hard way at gmail.com. If you want to send me an email and just kind of, you know, explain your story, what's going on, how are you guys going to cope? You know, what's, what's your financial situation look like? I mean, if you're listening to this, obviously you're, you're trying to get on the right, the right path to, uh, you know, being in better financial situation. Obviously COVID doesn't help. Um, Something else that I learned, um, I mean, I, I guess I kind of knew this, but um, I, I kind of talked to somebody more specifically, is that um, during this time, so this could be either for renters or landlords, during this time, um, they are suspending evictions for non-payment, and they're also suspending no-cause evictions, at least in my state, the state of Oregon. However, you can still do evictions for violations or, or breaking of the lease, and just so you know, you want to talk to a real estate attorney about their, the differences between violations um, of lease and breaking the lease. Uh, so there is a difference there. Um, but you know, whether you're renter or landlord, you should probably know those, you know, those rules and technicalities and everything like that. Um, so that's something that I've um, looked into. And I mean, I'm just trying to always educate myself on the whole real estate process from buying houses to fixing houses to renting them out. I mean, those are really three different things, but they all achieve the end goal of having a well-maintained property with good renters in there, you know, helping, you know, pay down your mortgage and creating a little bit of cash flow for your hard work and effort to make all that happen. Um, and then I guess the, the, the kind of the main point I want to talk about today is uh, a project that me and my buddy just did. We, we finished some things up here. So um, I, uh, with the help of another friend of mine, um, repaired a section of my fence. Uh, the, the, the house, when I bought it, the fence was absolutely trashed. Um, so I'm just now, after a year, <laughs> getting around to uh, fixing that up. So I got a really good deal on some cedar planks. Um, me and my buddy kind of, you know, basically you can do it yourself, but it's, very, it's a lot easier if you have an extra hand. Where we replaced, I think it was two sections of fence actually that are facing towards uh, towards the neighborhood. Um, the rest of it's in the back of the house that also needs to go and be replaced. But uh, so we did that and we did that a couple weeks ago and then my, my more handy buddy of mine who with a lot of tools came over and helped us finish that up because you know there's little there's there's two little sections in the fence you know where um, you need to use a miter saw where you need to you know cut the board thinner than it already was just to kind of complete the fence so he helped uh, help me do that so now i have a fully finished two sections of fence with no weird gaps in them so that was cool um the other thing that was really really helpful um and you know again you kind of got to look at this i mean if it's your forever home then yeah put pour you know a lot of money into it makes you happy it is you know can be an investment that appreciates over time but as a rental i kind of got to look at things a little bit differently i mean is the fence gonna you know is it gonna get me more rent no but i mean is it ugly and eyesore and um does it make it look like a kind of a you know not a great house to live in yeah a little bit and I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, I probably still wouldn't have done anything with the fence if I didn't find such a great deal on some cedar planks. If it wasn't for that, I probably would 
just have left it uh, be until, you know, until that point I found a good deal. So I got them about, you know, I got about a hundred boards, you know, for half price. So, you know, hey, I was like, okay, cool. Well, now I have the boards, might as well do the project. So me and my buddy uh, did that. So that was pretty cool. And, but the project that was more pressing was, so my bathroom shower, um, or the master bathroom shower, um, it, at, you know, at this point we, we had to tear out the tile one that was in there because it was not properly maintained. So water was getting back there and just kind of causing all kinds of problems. So we had to rip out that whole thing um, and replace it. So I bought a shower insert from Home Depot. I think that cost me, I don't know, three, four, five hundred $500. I can't remember right now, but I have it, you know, in, in my notes. Cause you obviously want to keep track of all that stuff. Cause it's a tax write off. But, um, so we did that and then I just kind of wanted to do it on the cheap. So I just put up a shower curtain and unfortunately the shower is pretty small. I mean, it's literally like the smallest shower you can get. And that wasn't, you know, I wasn't trying to be cheap and just do that. Um, because it was tile, it, it had weird dimensions that aren't um, acceptable or appropriate for just kind of the, the plastic inserts. So they have to meet certain, you know, uh, you know, requirements to, to fit. And I had two options. I had, I could have either knocked out a wall and moved a whole wall or I can make the shower smaller. <laughs> so I decided, and, or, or pay thousands of thousands of thousands of dollars to have a custom-made insert um, for the shower. So I decided to do the cheaper of all options, which was just to make the space smaller. Um, so, and you know, that's not super great, but I mean, it's still manageable. I mean, I use it every day and that, you know, it is what it is, but the curtain was kind of, you know, it, 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 it just, it wasn't, I didn't like it. So, I mean, at this point I've just been living in this house for over a year and I'm kind of to the point and then compounding with COVID, I'm kind of to the point where I made an unnecessary upgrade to the house. It's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna get me any more rent. I, I would hope to say that having a shower door as opposed to a shower curtain would make people feel like, oh, wow, okay, this is, you know, pretty nice. It's a little bit nicer. Um, so maybe it'll help uh, this room rent faster, but I wouldn't say that it necessarily adds any real, you know, rentable value. But it is, after all, my house. So I, every improvement, every upgrade, every fix, all that does is make my home more valuable when it comes to selling it. So um, I kind of just looked at it that way. Um, it cost me about 300 some, you know, about $300 because these jerks at Home Depot, they sell you the shower frame, the shower door, and the shower handle all separately. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I mean, obviously that's to maximize profits, you know, those jerks. So yeah, they got a lot of money out of me, but I'm not gonna lie and I had to pay my buddy, but uh, at the end of the day, I mean, it looks really nice. He did a great job. I helped him get some money, um, which, you know, you know, during now is always a, a tough time. So we um, did a project and the shower door looks awesome. I'm super happy with it. Um, and uh, I've already used it and it does feel a lot better than, than having to wrestle with a shower curtain just because the space was already small, you know, and then you have to have the, sh you know, anyways, it was just a pain in the butt. So now I feel better that I have a shower door. Um, so he helped me do that. And then he also brought over a power washer that I use to um, power wash my deck. So what I'm gonna do is I'm just kind of letting everything dry out. We've had some really good dry days, so that's awesome. 
So what I'm gonna do here soon in the next couple days is I'm gonna go grab um, some deck paint and, uh, and Okay, and I did say paint not stain. I have not prepped that surface by sanding everything and making it look amazing I've not done that and I'm not going to take the time to do that or the effort so I'm just going to get some um, you know I don't know if it's paint or varnish or whatever but it's not exactly stain it's probably a step down from that but uh, I'm just gonna paint this thing and call it good because I want to seal it up protect it keep it keep it going for a while um, and you know do it kind of on the cheap uh, I mean because taking all the time and effort to, to sand this thing and stain it would be super super awesome um, but I'm also not gonna um, take the time to do that on my fence either I'm probably just gonna wait till I get all the sections of fence up power wash them and then paint them all the same color um, whenever that happens so again you know it is a rental you know it's it's not you know it is my house you know so I, I, I definitely want to take care of stuff but I also don't want to you know put you know all the time and effort required to make it look super super amazing you know that's just kind of the thing and you know please don't call me a slumlord or anything i did put in all new flooring and you know paint everything and and do a bunch of other stuff you know it's just you know when it comes to certain things you have to say time and value you know is it really worth it so i just wanted to talk to you about those couple things i want to you know teach you guys teach you guys hopefully something new um feel free to, to you know to look into that stuff um, about the eviction stuff always you know when you guys are doing home improvement projects you know look at the, the cost and the value and make sure is it actually worth it, um, it for for renting it was absolutely not worth it um, for my comfort and maybe appreciation of value of the house over time was it worth it to put in the shower door sure and then of course you know if you guys you know want to reach out to me tell me about your your guys' stories you know what is you know how is the losing the $600 going to impact you feel free to reach out to me other than that, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for sharing this to people um, that you think would uh, benefit from maybe not just this episode, but other episodes you've listened to. And of course, if you guys have it within your means, please feel free to sponsor the show at any level possible. It'd be greatly appreciated to help me continue to put out amazing content and focus more on uh, giving you guys uh, resources, tools, tips, tricks, strategies, as opposed to, you know... Um, well, I guess, you know, staining decks and painting fences. <laughs> um, other than that, thank you guys so much and uh, I'll talk to you later. Bye.